0: Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Cheeseheads. Cheese Get on your feet. It's curd and long. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath.
2: Hey, it's Sparky Fiverr, 12.50 a.m. fan, beautiful Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Another edition of Curd and Long with our guy Ryan Horvath over there at BetMGM tonight, weeknights. Uh, Of course, part of the BetQL Radio Network. And, of course, him, it's Nick Ashu and Trista Crick uh, weeknights. And our special guest, the guy that used to be on... Every week on the Wendy's Big Show Back in the Day with Gary Allerson, Leroy Butler, and myself. I miss him so much. He is our Odyssey NFL insider, Ross Tucker. Follow him on Twitter at Ross Tucker NFL, and, of course, has the uh, Ross Tucker podcast as well. Ross, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate
1: it. Yeah, my pleasure. Good to talk with you guys. Good to see you guys. I already have three things I'm going to bring up before I let you ask me any questions. You guys know how I do it. Yeah. So, number one. I had not had a frosty from Wendy's in a long time. <laughs> and every time I was on the Wendy's big show, that would make me, I would think about that. Yeah. And so now I'm thinking about it again. We're, we're doing this like midday. It's just not good. It's not good for, you know, I'm trying to go to the beach on the weekends, trying to look a little bit leaner. It's not good. Number two, I love the name of the show. Curtin Long, that's yeah. amazing. Who, who came up <laughs> with that? That was corporate. The, the guys at
2: 2400 Sports uh, came up with the idea for the podcast name. I'm like, that's kind of funny, right? What do you think? He's like, sure, let's go with it. So, yeah, it's so I,
1: I, I think Curtin Long is incredible. And then, last thing is, I believe that both of you have tweeted at me recently at Ross Tucker NFL. Um, Sparky, I saw yours with the mustard, um, right before I came on, which is amazing. I don't know why I didn't see it on my feed earlier, but that's amazing. You're the man. And then Horvat, you had a problem. You're probably going to ask me about it. You had a problem with my coach rankings,
3: right? Yeah. No, no love for Matt LaFleur. You saw this. You didn't respond to it. We didn't interact on this. So I'm glad that we're going to talk about this. I'm well, not because
1: you I- just eat. You, you tweeted like his record. Mm-hmm. And then who else? Is,
3: who did you tweet? Like Dan Campbell's record or something? Uh, probably. Did you have Dan Campbell? I can't remember now. This was weeks ago. Yeah, I think it's probably Dan Campbell. Yeah, like
1: anybody that just, like to me, and take this the right way, Ryan. For sure. But anyone <laughs> that just tweets me numbers <laughs> or like the coaching records, that, that that there's no discussion to be had then. Like if all that mattered – is the ranking, it is the records, right? Then why even do rankings? Just go it's to Pro question. Football Reference and look up the one loss record for all 32 head coaches and then just insert them, right? Like boom, 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 boom. What I tried to do is I tried to assess what I believe the coaches have done with what they've been given for as long as they've had it. So like I had Brian Dayball number eight, and it's only one year. So if they have a crappy year for the Giants this year, he'll go down a lot. But it's only one year. And the only year he had, he won a road playoff game. Like, that's with the Giants, you see their roster last year? You yeah. see their receivers? Yep. Do I think Matt LaFleur would have won a road playoff game last year with the New York Giants if he was their head coach? No, I don't. Definitely not. Do I think Matt LaFleur... I mean, look. Did you watch the last game where yeah. the Packers could have made the playoffs if they just won a home game against the Lions and Lafleur and 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 the Packers got outplayed and outcoached by Dan Campbell and the Lions in that game? Do I think that the? Do I think Lafleur and the Lions would have gotten a winning season for the Lions last year? No, I don't. He's a good coach. He's won a lot. I think one of my takeaways from. The exercise is that there's like 24 coaches I think are legitimately good. Like, I just everybody needs to go check out the article on the 33rd team, but I had like Mike McCarthy, your boy Mike McCarthy at 21. I had Sean McDermott 22. Bills fans were going crazy, but there's logic to all of these. I think LaFleur is a good coach, but I don't know. Well, wait a Not the MVP of the league. Well, hold on, you know, so are the MVP you, of the league hasn't been able to get to the Super Bowl. You, you go, ahead, yeah. go ahead. So, go ahead.
2: are you essentially and maybe I'm wrong, but are you essentially penalizing guys if they have a Hall of Fame type quarterback? Because a lot of credit then goes to that guy. So, in your rankings, then next year, if Jordan Love and a bunch of inexperienced wide receivers and tight ends win nine games this year, playoffs or not. He's probably going to vault up those coaching rankings because of what he's working with on offense versus a Hall of Fame quarterback and some veterans at wide receiver and tight end.
1: Correct. Yeah. Plain and simple. I mean, that's think I think, I think the quarterback has a lot to do with it. Yeah. And I wouldn't say I'm penalizing LaFleur. I would just say I am strongly taking into account the fact that he had one of the three or four best quarterbacks in the NFL, like his whole tenure yeah. there. Now, listen, the flip side of that is, you know, even that first year when Rodgers didn't play at an MVP level, they got the NFC Championship game. And I think LaFleur deserves credit for that. And also, he didn't screw it up. You know, like, it's not like Rodgers was lighting the world on fire when McCarthy got fired and LaFleur got there. So LaFleur deserves some credit for helping Rodgers play at that level again. Absolutely. But, but I say, but I say the drama that goes along with Aaron Rodgers
2: after you draft Jordan Love, because like you said, he wasn't lighting the world on fire. The Packers thought, well, we may be coming to an end here. He's getting older. The drama that he had to deal with, with Rodgers being on the McAfee show and the sideshow in the locker room and everything else, doesn't LaFleur get credit
1: for having to deal with all of that and still going out there and getting his team to win 13 games? Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think that's why he was one of my top 20 coaches. Because a lot of but, coaches don't have to deal with all of this with Rodgers. Okay. Well, the flip side of that is Rodgers like the most talented quarterback and them drafting Jordan Love put a huge chip on his shoulder and lit a fire under him, and that's why – I think a big
3: reason why Rodgers played as well as he yep, did I
2: agree. is
3: yeah. because is because of that. So going back to the tweet, I didn't have a huge issue. We've been talking about about this on the podcast actually. I think if you think the Packers are going to win the NFC North, I don't personally think that. I like the Bears more than I like Green Bay going into the season. We could talk about that later. I think the better bet would be Matt LaFleur to win coach of the year because of the price and also just because, you know, he went 13 and 3 his first three seasons. But again, with Aaron Rodgers, a Hall of Fame quarterback who won back-to-back MVPs. So that's probably why he never won the award. But now it looks like it's going to be a rebuild season. You don't know what you have in Jordan Love. So if LaFleur wins 10-11 games, you know, they win the NFC North. I think he has a better shot to win coach of the year now. Uh, So what is it with Matt LaFleur, though? Because you brought up Dan Campbell. I just like that argument right there because I'm a big fan of Ben Johnson, who's the Lions OC. I think he's going to probably be the be the next big thing, you know, head coach here in the next couple of years. So if you had a knock on LaFleur, what would it be? Because I'm kind of with you. I'm like, I don't know that he has these guys motivated. They always play terrible off the bye. And then, you know, even as a play caller, loved him the first couple seasons. But the last couple of years, man, like, this should be a running offense. And Aaron Jones has four or five touches at the end of the game. And he goes to the podium every week and says the same thing over and over. That's on me. I have to do a better job calling the plays, getting, you know, our playmakers the football. What would be your issue with Matt LaFleur? You know, I mean, you kind of all laid it all out there, but, you know, what would be the knock uh, from, you know, your standpoint on them?
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Um, I think the biggest knock is that he had the best player in the sport for, what, four years? Yeah. And was in a very winnable conference. And I felt like he got out-coached Definitely got outcoached in the NFC Championship game, back to back years against the Niners, against the Bucks. Thoroughly got outcoached, I thought, uh, against the Niners in '21, and then last year I thought it was very, very disappointing. Yeah, you know, I mean, I know, I know, Devontae Adams was gone. He wasn't able to massage the Devontae Adams situation. To yeah. to get Devonte to stay, and I guess neither was Aaron Rodgers, but I thought last year to go eight and nine, yeah. I mean, in that division with that team, so my issue with Lafleur would be that I feel like he has come up small in the postseason in big moments three years in a row, and then last year had a really disappointing year. I mean, there's no other way around it. Even with everything that happened, they still had a chance to make the playoffs in that last game. And he couldn't get it done. And I think that you'll look back on it. We're going to learn a lot more about LaFleur this year with Jordan Love, for sure. But I think that you'll probably look back on it and say, man, I mean, what, do you win two playoff games
3: in four years with Aaron Rodgers? That doesn't sound real good to me. No, right. And you go back to go to the Tampa game, for example, right? Like he pulls Rodgers off the field. They kick the field goal. They don't get the ball back, right? Like I would have left. You have a Hall of Fame quarterback. You leave him on the field on fourth down, man. You don't take the points there. I mean, there's just been some some bad decisions, I think, some teams that aren't motivated. Do you think if this is anywhere else other than Green Bay? Because I think if they win five games the next two seasons, I still don't know if he's on the hot seat. Like he's Gutekind's guy. There's no real owner. But do you think if this is like New York or a different market, uh, he might be on the hot seat even this year or in the next couple of years, just because you said, I mean, he's won two playoff games. Let's say Jordan Love ends up being a bust. Like he's been there in the floor's offense for the last couple of years. He was a first-round pick that you moved up for and You passed on guys like T. Higgins for. So do you feel like he should be on the hot seat or anywhere else he might be here these next couple of years? I think if they have a really
1: bad year this year, yeah, that they will have a different quarterback – in 2024, mm. and that LaFleur will have to make it work with that quarterback in 2024. I will say this, though, Ryan, to your point. If if what's happened with the – to your point about the Packers, it's not even necessarily that they have an owner, that they don't have an owner. That's part of it. Yeah. But it's also just how nice the people in Green Bay are.
2: Oh, stop. No, it, it is it, it,
1: the same thing goes for the Buffalo bills fans. I love the bills. My favorite team I ever played for, but if the exact same scenario that's played out in Buffalo played out in Philly or New York, McDermott would be on the hot seat this year. Okay. Cause it would be like, yo dude, you've had Josh Allen for five years. Let's, let's do the math real quick. Okay. Mahomes six years as a starter. 6 AFC championship games, 3 Super Bowl appearances, 2 wins. Joe Burrow, 2 healthy seasons, 2 AFC championship appearances, 1 Super Bowl. Josh Allen, 5 years, 1 AFC championship appearance, 0 Super Bowls. Like and by the way, you go through all those games, the 13 second fiasco against the Chiefs in 21 mm-hmm. I mean, I called both their playoff games last year. They could have lost to Skylar Thompson yeah. <laughs> and the Dolphins in the wild card round. Then they got smoked at home in the snow. What more can you ask for? So um, is in Buffalo, they're happy that they're winning and they're having home playoff games and they're in the mix. So they give him a contract. He was under contract for three more years. They tag, they tag on two more years to that. Yeah. If this was Philly... Or New York or Boston or some of these other cities, he would be on the hot seat this year because they'd say, like, look, if he can't do it this year, they need to get somebody in here that can get him over the hump. Yeah. But in certain cities, you're rewarded for um, you're rewarded for sustained success as opposed to winning the whole thing. And I think that th- we can have an argument about that. Okay, so I
2: guess I'll be the nice guy. I, I don't think Jordan Love's in any trouble. I think Jordan Love's the quarterback in 23. I think Jordan Love's the quarterback in 24, regardless of what happens in 23. When Rodgers came in after he sat forever behind the Hall of Fame quarterback Brett Favre, he had a veteran wide receiver room, he had veteran running backs, and he still won six games. This dude's coming in with his most experienced wide receiver having been in the year league for one year. Between Watson and Dobbs, neither one were healthy last year, so neither one have played even 16 or 17 games in the National Football League at this point. Both his tight ends are going to be rookies. There's no way, and legitimately, you can look at Jordan Love and go, yeah, dude, you should go win the division, and if you don't, we're going to replace you. There's going to be growing pains just because of who he has around him on offense. Besides the fact that he himself has never started a full season in the NFL, so I think he's guaranteed to be starting in 24,
1: regardless of what
2: happens in 23.
1: Yeah. If so, so first of all, that mindset is disgusting to me. Yeah, like, I'm all right with it. I'm not. I'm not saying Sparky that they have to win the division. I'm not even saying that Jordan love has to play great or even good or even okay. But the idea that you're already layering the, as many built in excuses as you possibly can out there. Mm -hmm. And you're already giving him a pass, no matter what happens this year. Like this is pro football, bro. This is a results oriented business. Sure. If he sucks, he's not going to be their quarterback in 2024. But and Rodgers wasn't be. that good last year. And he was dealing with a couple of inexperienced wide receivers. He had Cobb.
2: He had Lazard. He still had his guys. He doesn't even have that to work with going to this year. If Rodgers was put in the same situation, the same Rodgers, who doesn't want to do OTAs until he got to New York, don't want to do OTAs, doesn't want to work with his receivers off-site when other teams, other quarterbacks are working their wide receivers, don't want to do any of that stuff, if he would have came into this situation that Jordan Love is in, it wouldn't be any different next year. It wouldn't be because, again, you have so many nuances. You know this, Ross. So playing wide receiver, you go one way, quarterback thinks you're supposed to go the other way, boom, it's an interception going back the other way. Who else has his, his inexperience of wide receiver and tight end room in the entire league right now outside of Green Bay? They're the most inexperienced skilled position outside of running back in the league.
1: Well, first of all, they're going to lean on their running backs and their off offensive so? line, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Yeah. Secondly... Last time I checked, Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs aren't rookies. They they, they played last year, and they both made a bunch of plays last year. They Especially both hurt last Watson year down the stretch. Guys. You're acting like these guys have never played football before. But they didn't play full seasons. They both missed a good chunk of the who season. Cares? They haven't even played
2: 16 games who yet. Who
1: cares? Oh, but that's when a when lot. When you raise your voice, it's like such like a shrieking, whiny. That's what like Gary says. Dude, who cares? That Ross. they didn't play a full season last year. Ross, I'm they so both glad. played plenty of games last year. Thank you. They they got a full off season under their belt. They're with Jordan Love in the OTA's mini camp. I'm sure he's getting them together this summer. They'll have a full training camp. I I despise and detest built in excuses. Let's watch him play. I'm not putting a number on how many touchdown passes he play he throws. I'm not putting a number on how many games the Packers win. But if they go 2-15 and 15 and Jordan Loves throws throws 30 picks, he's not going to be their quarterback. Sure. So yes, you agree. can whine about their rookie tight ends or whatever you want to do. I don't care. But he needs to play. He needs to at least show them enough that it makes sense to continue the Jordan Love experiment
3: and the Jordan Love progress in 24. I'm so glad that you're on today, Ross, because this is what I've been saying, man. Like, you go back to Rodgers' first year in Green Bay, where he actually starts, you know, the first full season when Favre retires, or leaves, I should say, goes to the Jets. And they only win six games, but he threw for over 4,000 yards, 28 touchdowns, and just 12 picks. And you saw that he was the guy. The problem was the defense kept blowing leads. You know, there were some growing pains, but you knew Rodgers was the guy. You saw it. With Jordan Love, man, he's been sitting for years. He's not a rookie quarterback. And, again, he's a first-round pick who you moved up for. You passed on T. Higgins. Imagine T. Higgins in the Green Bay offense the last couple of years. And like you said, if this team goes 2-15, and 15, you can't pass on a quarterback if you have the first or second pick. You got Caleb Williams. You have Drake May. Michael Penix, I might like. Quinn Ewers. We'll see the years that those guys have. You can't pass on a quarterback if you're a disaster this year. But uh like with that being said, who do you like in the NFC North? Is it the Lions this year going into the season?
1: Yeah, I like the Lions. I like the, the Vikings are such a strange team to me. You know, with some of their moves yeah. with Darius Smith and Dalvin Cook. Uh I think maybe you could argue that the Vikings are properly self-evaluating that they're not really as good as like the Eagles and the Niners and like let's not Hey, we won a bunch of close games last year. So let's not act, let's not think we're better than we really are because we won a bunch of close games. Let's build this thing the right way. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that from Minnesota. I think it's Detroit's year. I think it's Detroit's time. I mean, honestly, if Detroit doesn't win it this year, when when are they gonna? Right. I mean, with with Rogers gone and the transition in Green Bay, with what's going on in Minnesota um i mean the bears i i I know ryan you said you're higher on them but it certainly feels like the time is now in detroit i think it will be i really do
2: you talk about uh this backer c1 i know you only got like a minute left a lot of packer fans wanted joe barry fired after last year after the last couple of years there are some several high profile defensive guys that were out there and available Uh, I've said that if this defense stinks again, going into that bye week in week six, maybe they go get a Leslie Frazier or somebody or promote from within a defensive coordinator. Uh, How much stock do you put into Joe Barry's job being on the line here going into this
1: year after what you've seen? Well, I thought they made a mistake, to be honest with you, when they got rid of Petten. Um, But then that first year, I think Barry did some good things until – later on in the year where they had issues. I didn't really think it made sense to get rid of Pettin for Joe Barry. Um, And so I think, I think that Packers defense has been disappointing. I mean, their whole defense is first round picks. Hmm. Like literally every guy. I never see anything like it. Uh, And by the way, they got like some talented guys. They have not gotten as much. You have Kenny Clark, and Rashawn Gary and uh, obviously Jair, like, I don't know. It just feels like they, that, that, that defense should have been better than it's been the last few years. Everybody agrees with you on that. All right, Ross, go
2: time to promote away, baby. Follow him at Ross Tucker NFL. Tell everybody about uh, your podcast. I love when Cosell on like that dude is. Yeah, he's on, on
1: Thursdays. He's on tomorrow morning. He'll be talking about the O-line masterminds event that he went to nice. and what he learned. So yeah, check out the Ross Tucker football podcast. It's, uh, 25 minutes daily during the season. And obviously I got the weekly shows, Even Money, which is great for betting. Fantasy Feast, which if you love fantasy, go for that. The College Draft Podcast is a lot of fun where we talk about the NFL Draft and the top college players, the biggest game. So all available at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found. And I post them at Ross Tucker nfl at Ross Tucker pod on social media as well. Good stuff. Ross, thanks so much for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Of course. Great to see you guys. Great to talk with you guys. Good to see you too, buddy. Take care.
2: All right. See ya. There he is, Ross Tucker. I love me some Ross Tucker, man. I absolutely love me some Ross Tucker. Even when he yells at me and we go back and forth, it's always still a fun time. All right. So I know you were just happier than all happy with his take on Jordan Love. Y'all, you're both are nuts. I don't care if he rips on me for my voice needs screechy or whatever the case may be like everybody else does. To say you have expectations for a quarterback that has what he has to play with. There's look at you. could go back to Peyton Manning with Indianapolis. He was drafted one overall out of Tennessee. He was the godsend. they won two games, three games. He threw a million interceptions that year. I went with You're Tim okay. Allen to watch him against Ryan Lee for the chargers. Who's the number two pick. It was the worst football I've seen in my life. After that first year, I was like, Holy crap. Maybe he really isn't that good. He looks awful. And again, they didn't have a lot around him and then over the course of time it built as they put more talent around him going forward it's now again jordan love i said before i think it's between seven and nine wins that's where i think this is going to be for jordan love so yes if he wins two games and throws you know 30 picks or 35 picks yes i agree with ross tucker yeah then they've got to reconsider but again if they're somewhere around six seven eight nine wins I just think he's got to be your guy going into 24 at that point uh, and kind of moving forward. I'll I'll throw this out at you. Yeah. Would you have interest in Trey Lance? No, because it appears he may not make that roster. So it appears that somebody's going to get Trey Lance for a bargain at this point, Ryan Horvath.
3: Yeah. I don't want Trey Lance either. I don't want another project. I just want to, if they're not going to be any good and Jordan loves, not the guy. I want to draft next year or even the year after. There's going to be some quarterbacks coming out that I like. Not quite as much as Caleb Williams or Drake May. Right. And Drake May might end up going number one overall. That's my prediction. I, uh, man, like, so here's the thing. It has nothing to do with the record this season. I don't care if they win two games and Jordan Love throws 21 touchdowns, 15 picks over 4,000 yards and has some really good moments and looks like he's the leader in the huddle and he's learning and he's fixed some of the mechanics, like the stuff that he was doing wrong at Utah State. He's sure. not thrown into double coverage. He's going to do he's, that. Well, tr- right. That's the thing, man. Like, there's going to be some moments. He's got some he's Brett. Go he's not Rodgers. He's not Peyton Manning. He's no, not but he's beat. got some Brett. He's going to throw more picks than Rodgers. Right. And I'm fine with that. That's what I'm saying. So if they win two games and he throws, you know, 22 touchdowns, 19 picks, I'm fine with that. You bring him back for another year. What I'm saying, though, is if you win two games and he throws you know 10 touchdowns 18 picks looks like a disaster looks like right. a mess if you're seeing ghosts can't read a defense yeah you got to move on this year because caleb williams is there and drake mays there now you might not you know even if he thinks you probably you, you won't be bad enough because Arizona's going to be terrible well two with, wins may get you up to the top two. colt mccoy is their week one starter yep. like jordan love in my opinion like even with the unknown I, there's still, I would take Jordan love over so many guys that are going to be week one starters. I would take, I would take the ceiling of Jordan love over Baker Mayfield yes, over Desmond Ritter. I would take the ceiling over of Jordan love over Daniel Jones. I think last year is the best we're ever going to get of Daniel Jones. And that was because Brian Dayball, like Ross said is an offensive genius, but dude, he threw for over 300 yards three times last season. Two of them were against that Minnesota secondary. The other was against, I believe the commanders. Um, So that's the thing. You know, if it's, this isn't like 1994 and Jordan Love is not a rookie anymore. You know what I mean? Like, look at how the league is now, man. Arizona drafted Josh Rosen. He wasn't a top five pick, but he was a first round pick. Everybody loved Josh Rosen out of UCLA. He ended Mike McCarthy's tenure in Green Bay. He went to Lambeau and actually beat the Packers, but he had some really bad moments. There were some decent moments when he was a rookie. It wasn't good enough. Arizona had the number one overall pick. They drafted Kyler the next year. They moved on from Josh Rosen. He only had one year. Probably wasn't fair, but it looked like it was the right decision. And his career was over after that. His career was over. So what I'm saying is, like, even if we don't see it, the coaching staff sees it. You know, LaFleur sees it. You know if somebody's the guy or they're not the guy. The stats don't matter. You know, and I don't even care. He could throw 17 touchdowns and 20 picks. You know, like, the stats don't tell the whole story. There could be tip balls. We could have young guys, like you said, running the wrong routes. Christian Watson, you know. Tight ends, missing blocks, whatever. Running the wrong routes, right. We don't even know who the hell the starting center is going to end up being. The defense could just be bad again, and Jordan Love could be on the field, you know, down 21 points. That's the other thing. Like, we can't just look at the box score, look at the numbers at the end of the season, because if they're a bad team and the defense stinks again, and they're playing from, from, you know, down 14, 21 points, He's going to be dropping back 42, 45 times per game. I don't care how many picks he throws, really, to be honest with you, at that point when you're trailing in the second half of the game. But we're going to know if he's the guy or not, I think, this season.
2: So let me ask you this. I know we've done this before, but I feel like you're a little bit more on the uptick with Jordan Love with the conversation we're currently having. Yeah. In this division, is he the worst quarterback?
3: I would take Jordan Love. Dude, I would take Jordan Love over Jared Goff. I know Jared Goff played in a Super Bowl. You know, like then they replaced him a couple of years later and they won the Super Bowl. You can't push the ball down the field. Yeah. Jordan Love has better arm strength than oh, yeah. Jared Goff. You know, Jared Goff has the experience, but we didn't think he was going to be the Lions starting quarterback this year. We thought he was going to be a placeholder and they would draft somebody, right? Right. Um, so I'm gonna say no, but I would take Justin Fields over Jordan Love. And that is I hate to say that because he's a bear. You know, I don't want people coming at me, but I mean, you go back to draft night. I love Justin Fields at Ohio State. I still think there's something there that they haven't unlocked yet in Chicago. And I know he's still patting the ball and he's still the mechanics don't look good. But you go back at Ohio State, he wasn't just this running quarterback. He's not just this running back. Like he could make the throws. Granted, it's a wide open offense and you and I could probably make those throws in the Ohio State offense. Um, but I don't think so. No. I might even take him, his ceiling right now over Kirk Cousins. Cousins is the best quarterback in this division, obviously. Cousins is very underrated. I know he doesn't win on Agreed. Monday night and whatnot, but I would take the ceiling of Jordan Love because Cousins won't even be in Minnesota next year. I think this is his last year with the Vikings. I swear to God.
2: I, I don't. Why didn't they trade him to San Francisco for anything? If no. you were going to move on from oh, yeah. Dalvin Cook anyhow, why didn't you just bottom out and get yourself in a position to get? may or caleb williams like you just said if you're minnesota why wouldn't you just bottom out and tell justin jefferson dude look this is the deal we ain't winning the super bowl with him it ain't happening so we're gonna go get a stud to throw you the ball and y'all gonna play together for a decade like burrow and chase are gonna do in cincinnati that to me if you were gonna move on from cook anyhow that's what you should have done
3: and that's what so everybody's so like the what everybody thinks is going to happen going to happen is they didn't do it this year because financially they couldn't make it work because this is the year where Cousins – I don't know what he's making. I want to, I'm going to throw like 20 off the top of my head. This is the year where um, his deal – like this is the year that the Vikings really get hit, man. And so I don't think financially they could they have done it then. with San Francisco, especially with everything they're on the books for. Like they just paid Debo. Uh, last year they're gonna have to pay nick bosa again here soon fred warner is gonna be due up i believe here soon or maybe they just got him taken care of i can't remember but they couldn't make that work financially next year is the year that they can move away from kirk so let's say san francisco doesn't win the super bowl this year they most likely probably trade for kirk or somebody does um but yeah but like the thing about jordan love like his ceiling as crazy as this sounds could be Patrick Mahomes. He's not going to be Patrick Mahomes. Nobody ever will be. In my opinion, Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time. I'll finally admit he's better than Rodgers. I think talent-wise, he's better than Brady. He'll never be as decorated or as accomplished. But he also will never have a top-five defense every year. He will, have a top, he will have the best play caller and a great offense every year. But, right. dude, I mean, like Jordan loves ceiling. Like, he has the arm strength. He can make the throws. He can make every single throw. He's athletic. He's tall. You know, he's big. He's what you want in the quarterback. So that's his ceiling. Like his floor, though, could just be a guy that throws a bunch of picks, like a terrible version of Favre or something. Right. Like that. Kirk but Cousins. I looked I'm up his I looked yeah, up we'll his number
2: on spot track. Yeah. Uh he's got some restructure money in here so forth. He's got a cap hit. And you were right. 20.25 20. million is his cap hit. Yeah. The dead cap number is forty eight point seven five yeah. million dollars. And he's a free agent after this year. So they're out for him regardless. Yeah. Yeah. So they're done with him after this year unless he signs some type of extension. So they've got to determine, okay, do we start a rookie quarterback possibly next year? And maybe you mortgage the farm and try and get up there uh, and get one of those top picks uh, next year uh, and let him walk. Because, again, free agency happens before the NFL draft. So you kind of got to make your mind up what you're going to do. Uh, with Kirk Cousins before you even get remotely close to the, you'll be a, what, almost two months out from the draft when free agency starts in March. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That'll be interesting. I will say this on the way out. Your hot take was you thought may could be the first overall pick right in the draft. My yeah. hot take is I think may falls in the first round uh, and t- his stock falls this year without Phil Longwell's offensive coordinator. That's what I think happens. I think you see him take a step back and all of a sudden everybody goes, Maybe the play caller had something more to do with it than
3: we thought. At the end of the day, just see, saying. I would, uh, yeah, man, like because of Trubisky too. I mean, the North Carolina quarterbacks that if Sam Hartman like was projected to be a number one overall pick, then he ended up going what 6th or seventh to the Commanders. But I don't know, man, because Drake May is is he's six five. He's got these huge hands. He has everything that everybody wants. I just actually watched the spring game again last night. Yeah. I'm falling in love with Drake May, and I thought the same thing though. I'm like, he was great like, last year. That scares me. Caleb Williams is awesome, man. I don't I don't see the Mahomes comparisons. No. And he's six one. I don't know. Maybe I'm a hater because he he uh, painted his nails and it was like F Utah. And as you know, I'm a huge Utah fan in college football. Yeah. And then they beat the crap out of him and beat him. But uh I don't know. I think I would I would, go, I would still go Caleb over Drake. I don't know if he slips, though, man. We'll see. We're going to find like- out.
2: We're going to see how this all uh, plays out at the end of the day. Ryan Horvath, will do this again on Friday. Again, thanks to our Honesty uh, NFL insider, Ross Tucker, for joining us uh, on Twitter at Ross Tucker NFL. Download Curd and Long Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Normally put them up at 5 p.m. Central time. Uh, For the most part, I'm pretty consistent getting them up on time on your Odyssey app or wherever you download your favorite podcast at. And, of course, on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. We stream these live uh, whenever we record them now going forward, so you can always see them there too. Enjoy the rest of your day. Have a good one.